With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary dw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime any Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, here with you for part two of the Steelers preview podcast. Joining me as always, co-editor David Schofield, podcast producer Brian Anthony Davis. Guys, I want to get your feelings on this. We titled this podcast these podcasts for those on our audio platform it's kind of a revenge game for pittsburgh now we know that you two hooligans were at the game last year and sunday night football and the wildcat debacle and uh, all that stuff that took place but i was focused more on those moments (laughs) (laughs) think about it last season the game gets flexed to sunday night pittsburgh makes the announcement we're rocking our color rush at the time they'd never lost in their color rush Buffalo comes to Pittsburgh, color rush, prime time, they win. Now, no Big Ben, we get all that. However, now it's almost reversed. The game wasn't moved. It's always been Sunday Night Football, but the Bills announced they're wearing their red color rush. Pittsburgh's going there. It's revenge time, right, Brian? Don't you think? Absolutely, it's revenge. And you know what? The Steelers had every opportunity to win that game last year. There was four duck interceptions. There was the uh, wildcat that uh, that Dave uh-huh. that almost killed Dave. You know, I mean, <laughs> really, it was. Uh, I, I was concerned at one point. Um, there was the uh, there were the drunk non hot girls for Buffalo in front of us that uh, made that game even angrier, and that's why I hate Bills Mafia. Were, uh, they, were they woo girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were up dancing, and they had their like, they had their like, Bills knitted sweaters, and they're like, and they're standing the whole time. And like, finally, I'm like, first of all, you guys, I hope you have an Uber because if you're driving, 
I'm I'm he literally the said that to them. He yeah. did. He said that. Yeah, to I'm them. like, because you guys are a mess. And I'm not enjoying the game because of you. So we sit down and then they started to. I waited too late to do that. But you know what? This is a revenge game because this is the game that derailed their chance to go to the playoffs last year. Yes. They did not recover from this game. They had the Jets the next week. Bills kind of exposed them. Um, even though everybody knew who they were, but the Bills made it so you could go ahead and beat them. And I'm hoping that's not what's happened in the last couple of weeks. Some people have suggested that that uh, you're exposed now. But this is not a game to get exposed. This is a game to get your vengeance. Mm, I like it. Go ahead, Dave. This is, yeah, this is a game with a lot of stuff. This is the, you know, but remember, this is, this has nothing to do with Ben Roethlisberger because he wasn't there for that one last year. But this is, this is a chance to go back to Buffalo and do that. I don't know if the players feel that same way as much as the fan base does and what we remember from that game last year and what it did. I hope they do, but I mean, but this, these are two teams that are very different than what they were a year ago. I mean, the defensively, the Bills are not the yeah. same team. They are I not. Know. I had but to tell they my dad that. Better offensively. <laughs> yeah. Have has has Ben Roethlisberger ever lost to Buffalo? I'm sorry if I took your Good trivia question. question. You did not, but I will. I will. I'm, I, I'm, as you I'm were talking, that. Dave, I'm thinking I myself. Do not believe that he has. I don't think he has either. I don't think he's played uh, them a bunch. Right. He played him his rookie year. My brother went to that game in Buffalo. And the, their backups beat Buffalo that year, I think, in 2004. Willie Parker and James Harrison welcome yeah. the Steeler legend. So, uh, well, Dave's looking at... It's going to take me a little bit. To get there. I, yeah, I'm going to tell you no, that they haven't. Um, I'll confirm it. But okay. you go ahead and confirm that, but they haven't. They almost lost to them with Ryan Fitzpatrick in 2010. This season, they went to the Super Bowl. It was a December game in Buffalo. They won that big one. And with Le'Veon Bell, when Le'Veon Bell set the record back in 2016, he yeah. broke the, the single-game rushing record. Um, there were some games in between. I, I know there was one in 2007 that they played him and Ben won, so I never remember him losing to them. I'm, do the do the, do the the super chat, and then I'll, I'll answer. Okay, so Tate Boys gives us 299. He says, shout-out to my wife, Valerie. Love you, Ghost Steelers. I feel like I'm... A radio host now just giving out shout outs. But hey, if you're going to give us a tip, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, someone saying Ben is 4 0 versus the Bills. That is correct. Ben Roethlisberger, 4 0 against the Bills, has not played the Bills since 2016. And Donald Nolan also brings up a good point. Ben was also 4 0 against Washington until Monday. That's, that's true too. as well. All right. Um, yeah. Want to talk, and we're this is we're not going to get to our predictions yet, but this line deserves its own segment. Okay, so the Pittsburgh Steelers started off the week as favorites. Am I right, Dave? It was yes. a very quick, but remember, line. they both played Monday night. So when you looked yes. at the line early Tuesday morning, that still hadn't changed much since before both teams played, but they were two and a half point favorites. When and then all of a sudden, it, then then all of a sudden, it moves to a pick'em game, straight yeah. up. And now, something that I feel is significant is happening. The Steelers can now play the role of the underdog. That has not happened a lot this year. Mm-hmm. When you're eleven and zero and undefeated, you're always favored to win. For the first time this even season, guys, Mike Tomlin can go into the locker room and say, 
they don't think we can do this. They don't think that we can get this job done. When they're t- he's saying they, he's talking about how national media, they're not picking the Steelers in this game. Uh, Brian, do you think that they will use that to their advantage, or do you think it's just kind of fan jargon? Oh, absolutely. This is a Mike Tomlin staple, a Mike Tomlin special. He is going to use this for everything he could possibly use it for. And he is going to do – Ben does it well, too. The When you don't respect the Steelers, and there's even one iota of disrespect, and you can talk about that chip on your shoulder. Remember what I said last week. It's not a poker chip. It's not a tortilla chip. It's not a chocolate chip. It's a chip, and it keeps growing with all the Colin Cowards, all the national media, everybody, your buddy at work in the mailroom, your – my buddy that's that's texted me and I basically had to talk him down off of the ledge after the game on Tuesday. And his wife calls my wife and says, he's going crazy here. And my wife said, Brian told him to relax because this is their first loss. We overreact. I get it. We're worried. This is your this is your wife or husband coming home 10 minutes late when they've never been late before. This is what's happening in 2020. You're worried that one little loss, not not a little loss, one loss, one little mishap is going to wreck your marriage, wreck your job, wreck everything. And that's what everybody's worried about. So Mike Tomlin is going to use this and he's going to use it well. And I would love to sit in on an actual Mike Tomlin speech before a game. Would be pretty cool. Get your blood pumping for sure. Dave, what are your thoughts? Are they going to drum up the underdog role this week? I would love it because I'm I want this bounce back game so bad. I expected it Monday, but like I said, I didn't factor in the whole short week issue. Um that you know, this is this is the time. This is prime time. The Steelers, you know, they're generally a prime time team. It's a five-star matchup because they're in it. They're going to Buffalo. They are underdogs in Buffalo. It's not like you're going to have to play in front of a loud noisy stadium. So it's not that there that you're going to be so disadvantaged by being there good guess it'll be cold but you know what go get them if you can't if this isn't a game that you can't fire them up to go get them you know if you're because the players can't be worried about who's not there like the fans are you know we're concerned about the players that aren't available you they can't do it they need to have the they need to have that opportunity go get them I agree. I think this is a, when I saw that the line moving and then I started seeing people pit the picks are coming in. Cause I write the expert picks article for behind the steel curtain. That'll run on Friday. No, I'm around mid morning or so. And I'm like, Oh, there are not a lot of people thinking the Steelers have a shot here. This is their wheelhouse. It's like on the, you know, when you watch a baseball game and it shows the hitters hot zones and cold zones, being told that they're being disrespected or told they can't do something is Mike Tomlin's bright red spot. <laughs> That's his wheelhouse for sure. Uh, let's get to this super chat real quick. Snowman gives us $5. Can't root for the Ratbirds or the Clown because I hate both teams. One more sack. The Steelers get the sack record. Go Steelers. That's right. All they got to do is get to Josh Allen one time and they, they take care of it. Take the record since 1982. Correct. One sacks became a guy. I always have to clarify. Yes. All right. Y'all ready for some over under? Uh, there was another one right after that. Was there? Yeah. Son of I got son you. Of Tatum O'Neill. There you go. Crazy <laughs> Blue two two three gives us two two dollars. I think it was yards from scrimmage record, not rushing. I think You're he's referring to Le'Veon Bell. 
uh, Lady no. on Bell's game against. No, Boston. you're you're wrong. Crazy Blue two twenty three. You were wrong. This was the uh, this was the rushing record, single game rushing record that Frenchie Fuqua you um, first did in nineteen seventy. Then in two thousand six, I was at the game when Willie Parker broke that record, and that record was broken by Le'Veon Bell in that game in two thousand sixteen. 2016. And that can, was that was a game where Lady on Bell by himself outgained the entire Bills team. He had 236 he, rushing yards. Yes, and I'm pretty sure they didn't have 236 total yards in that game, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I can look at it real okay. quick. And he, had, he did also have 62 receiving yards, so he did have 298. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think they scrimmage. had. They only had total yards let me look at this um they only had 275 that was right haha <laughs> so between rushing and receiving you had more yards that's why i said game. total yards not just yep. rushing yards yeah he had more than they did as a team so he was a, he was that was that was a bj finney game if you recall in the snow up in buffalo uh i remember seeing a picture that we used a lot on the website where yeah. Le'Veon bell's running towards the camera he was playing guard yeah and BJ Finney's chugging along in the background. I was like, is that Brian Davis? No, it's BJ Finney. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <sighs> All right, let's do some over under. Dave, if I've missed any other super chats, there was no Cam Hayward in that game. Wasn't that what, what year was that? 2016? That was, yeah. Wasn't that the year he tore his pack and was out for yeah, the year? Yeah, because he got hurt in the Dallas game, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All what right. are you saying, Jeff? Let's do some over under. Okay, let's do it. Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers rushing yards as a team, as a collective. They're coming off of a great game where they rush for 21. <laughs> um, I'm going to set the bar super high for them and say 65. Brian, we'll start with you. I keep getting got by this. I keep on going over. I'm done. Under. <laughs> you have a number? Yeah, twelve. I, I mean, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's go with twelve. I, I mean, I have no. I mean, James Connor's back. So that, you know that what? Helped. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm joking a little bit. I think, I think James Connor is probably the him being out the last two weeks is a lot more of the reason why that they've struggled. I think James Connor would have helped them possibly win that game against Washington. I, I know they try to run a little bit more. I know they try to do some different things. They could probably get pretty close to going over that. In fact, in my heart and head, I think they can, but I keep on saying they're going to do it, and they get worse every week when I say that they're going to do it. So I'm going for the opposite. I'm going for the uh, the bad pick where I just uh, hope I'm wrong. All right, Dave. I'm going to take a lot of what Brian said, but I'm going to substitute substitute out the name of James Conner and substitute in the name Marquise Pouncey. That I think if Pouncey does not play in this game, I think they're under. And if Pouncey does play in this game, I think they're over. I think it's from a veteran leadership organizing the offensive line standpoint. That's what I'm going with there. Um, just, and all, I mean, he's, he's, he's a team captain. I also think that if they're going to, you know, bounce back, Pouncey coming back and leading, you know, I, I feel like he's a very big emotional leader for this team. And if they get him back, I think that is going to really help with the run game and that and that they will come back and, and, and do much better. So I'm going to say without Pouncey, I'm looking at 55. And with Pouncey, I'm going to, I'm going to say 115. 
Okay, I'm going to say over. I think that James Conner might have a big run that's going to help help the the cause. I'm not sure if they go over 100, but I think that they go over 65. Ben Roethlisberger touchdown passes, two and a half. Brian, go ahead. I'm going to say over. Okay. All right. What about – do you want to go ahead and you elaborate? No, no, because um, I just realized what I was going to say next is probably going to be a category in a couple, so I'm just going to keep quiet. All right, David. Um, I'm going to say under, I'm going to say two, I'm going to go over, I'm going to go over with three sacks for the Steelers. I'm going to set the line at three and a half. Just so you know, the Buffalo bills have allowed 24 sacks. So Tied far this for 14th. and Pittsburgh is 10 still has <laughs> <laughs> been there since week eight. Brian, what do you think over under three and a half sacks for the Steelers D I'm going to say under, but I like the number three for them. So okay. I think that's a pretty good week. Dave? Agree with Brian. I'm going to go over with four. I feel like Josh Allen might get a couple of those scrambling around. You get him behind the line of scrimmage. They count it as a sack. Um, he's, yeah, I don't know. He's a big target. We'll put it that way. <laughs> he's a big dude. I'm going to say over four. Let's go for sacks against. I, I wanted to set this. I'll, I'll change the line on the fly at one. Guys over under, do they get to Ben, Brian? I think they get to Ben one time, maybe two. So if you're setting the line, did you set the line at one? I said one, yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm going to go with a push here. Okay. Dave? I'm going to go under. Why not? And say, let's keep him clean again. I mean, I didn't think – I mean, come on. They were playing the Washington football team who had a 23-game streak of at least one sack in a game, and they kept him clean. And he made his own moves to stay clean, so why not? I'm going to go for sure under because I have thought they were going to get – like you said, Baltimore and Washington are some really good fronts, and they didn't think they, they kept Ben clean since week eight. He hasn't been sacked. Keep that in mind. Chase Claypool touchdowns, assuming he plays one and a half, is the over under. Brian, go ahead. I'm going under. I think okay. he's hit his wall. Really? Yep. I think he, he has. But he hasn't really had opportunities, though. I okay. Think, yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. What about you, Dave? I'm going to go out there. Uh oh. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say zero. And the reason I do is because who do you think, who do you think white's going to be covering? Do you think it's going to be Juju? or I was going to say Deontay. <laughs> I was going to say Deontay. I don't know. Maybe know. it's Deontay, but and if it all depends on who he covers, because if Ben smart, you just stay away from him because you have other receivers. Yeah, and honestly, I think when you're going to get down there and you're going to look for, and if he wants someone who's going to be tough and get that and get the ball in the touchdown zone, I think that's going to be Grandpa Strong, James Washington. I think that's who he's going to look for now in the touchdown zone. Old Jimmy W. All right, I'm going to go with uh, under, and I, I feel like he's going to hit pay dirt again. I don't think he's hit a wall. I think that they're going to. I'm waiting for them to use him in the red zone the way that I thought they were going to when they drafted him. When I said, if this guy's anything, he could just be a red zone target because he's a big body, throw the back shoulder. We haven't seen that at all when they get into the red zone, at least not recently. I'd love to see them break that out against Buffalo. Uh, Here we go. Turnover. Steelers turning the ball over. Last week was a a, rare. They turned it over and didn't take it away. Uh, So I'm going to say turnovers one and a half. Steelers turnovers. Brian, over under. 
Over, they get two. Wait a second. You mean... They give up two. Okay, very good. Dave? You set it at one and a half? Yep. I'll go under. You think they turn it over at all? Um, I'll say one just because then that way, if one happens early, I am still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say zero. I'm going to say zero. I think it's under, I think they do a good job. They keep it clean. Next takeaways, set it at two and a half. Brian, go ahead. I'm actually going to say three. I'm going to say over. Nice. Dave. I'm going to go under with two. I'm going to go under as well and think two, but if they are plus two, I think they're if on the they way. They go to- over. I think they win the game. Yeah, if they, if they go plus two, even I think they win the game. Yeah, so keep that in mind. All right, good job on the over/unders, gentlemen. Uh, let's go to uh, our prediction. We talked about. Go ahead. Brian's upset you didn't ask one. I didn't ask one. You didn't do drops, and that's what I thought you were going to go with. <laughs> oh no! I, <laughs> honestly, because drops are so you. They're they're it's tough because there some is people no say, official statistic for drops because right. it's all a judgment call. So let's just say that let's assume that we've all agreed that the last two games, the Steelers have had five drops apiece. Um, I'm going to say they'll set the line at drops at three and a half. That Brian over under. Well, that's, that's, that's really the, it seems like they've been averaging eight the last couple of weeks unofficially. So I, I would have think that they would cut that in half. So I was going to, I'll say over, I'm but I'm thinking four. I think they really, this is the week. Uh, this is why I wanted to discuss this. And I didn't talk about it earlier when I shut myself up. But the reason I'm saying that is I think Deontay Johnson and Eric Ebron are playing for their playing for playing time right now, yeah. because Mike Tomlin came out. He warned him two weeks ago by saying we we're a JV team and us sucking last week. If they don't start catching the ball, they'll be replaced by someone that will. And that someone is somebody that Dave brought up, Grandpa Strong, who, I mean, will probably see a lot more action because of it. I really think this is this is the key to the whole game. Drops. And if they clean this up, they're going to be better. I'm still going over because of where the line's set, but I think they cut it. Dave? I am going to yield my answer to this question to the very end of the show. Oh, okay. okay. For me... I'm not looking for, let's say Claypool's going down the sideline. It's a good throw, but it's a really tough catch. There's a defender on him. It gets, it hits his hands. He drops it. I'm not worried about those plays. I'm worried about the holy cow, Eric Ebron. You turn around, it hits you right between the eight and the five, and you drop it. It's Deontay Johnson on a quick slant, and the ball's leading him. It's a good throw, well within catchable range, and it goes right through your fingertips. I just need those plays to be made, period. You hope that they make the big the big catch. You hope they make the, you know, the like I explained the Claypool situation. But at the same time, just make the routine catches, and it'll make everything else kind of click along with it. So, all right. So we went over the uh, the we already talked about the the line changing, and the Steelers are now getting two and a half points in this game. So two. Our, now it's two. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so let's do the uh, let's do our predictions. Brian, go yeah. ahead. I think they're going to win outright. I think this is a wake-up call. I don't think that everybody's on the ledge right now. Everybody, just in a few weeks, people that were talking Super Bowl now think that this team can't win another game and are going to be in a position where they've got to have teams win to help them out. Now, of course, don't call me a hypocrite because I said, let's have Baltimore go ahead and beat the Browns. 
more because I want to just have them silenced and taken out. We don't need the Raiders beating a team. We don't need Miami not winning. So I'd rather them beat the Chiefs to get a little bit of a cushion. But this team is hearing everything you're saying about them. They're hearing the Colin Cowards. They're hearing everybody that says, hey, we told you they are not for real. I'm telling you, this is the same team that won those 11 games. And some of them they won handily. And this is the same team. The drops, they've gotten the drops. They've gotten some bad injuries. They've gotten some COVID luck. They've had a lot of guys out of the lineup. I really think if they have the hearts beaten in their chest, pumping black and gold blood like we know they do, that they're going to go out and win this game. The score, that's pretty tough for me. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a tight one. They win this game 27-24. to 24. Nice, Dave. You had the same score? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, before, I'm going to say this. I'm reserving the I'm doing what my brother did on the Scobro show. I am reserving the right to change my prediction for the staff article if a certain thing changes between now and then. My brother was all about Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. I think the difference between the Steelers winning or losing this game is Marquise Pouncey. That, to me, that's my X factor if he plays or if he doesn't. I am going with a score right now of 27 to 24 Buffalo. But if Pouncey plays, I, because the thing is, I don't see the defense with the, with the inside linebacker situation, not having Joe Hayden, you know, that's not going to be a very good situation for them. I see them giving up at least 27 points, but I think if you could get something going with the offense, maybe with Pouncey or another spark there, I'm still extremely hopeful. And this could, that's why this could change on me. But until I, feel a little bit better about the offense i don't believe the offense will hit that 30 point mark which is what i think it will take for them to win this game because i don't you know i don't see the defense being able to to keep them that low like they have been with other games the rest of the season okay and you you are entitled to change your pick on the staff article if you (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna call you on it (laughs) no okay so for me um I'm going to go with Pittsburgh 30, Buffalo 24. Uh, I just think that the Pittsburgh Steelers, look, Buffalo is a big play offense. They they thrive on the big play. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen with his legs, don't forget about that. They thrive on big plays down the field, and it's going to be up to Pittsburgh. I I think that Steven Nelson coming back is huge. I feel like Cam Sutton can give you a game if you have Steven Nelson and Cam Sutton or Joe Hayden and Cam Sutton. You can be okay. You throw in Justin Lane and Cam Sutton, now you're dead. And we saw that against Washington towards the end of the game. Um, I think the Pittsburgh's offense has a little bit of a – they get revived. I'm going to say that my X factor, if we're doing this, is, is Chris Boswell. If Chris Boswell can kick and kick the ball out of bounds on the kickoffs – not out of bounds, but out of the end zone, and he can have a good, strong day – and get through the game. I think Chris Boswell is very important. So I have the Steelers winning 30 to 24. So there you go. All right, Dave, trivia time. Yeah, this is going to be kind of a simple one to kind of go along with what we're doing. I mean, it's not, not very long and involved. Which member of the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2020 has the highest catch percentage? 
the highest catch percentage. And this is only receivers. This is any member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner. I could tell you who has the lowest. Deontay Johnson. Gerald Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go James Conner is my answer okay. for the highest catch percentage. Brian Anthony Davis. You know, that's that's a good answer. Um, I'm going to actually go with – I'm just going to go with a receiver here. And I will go with – I'm going to go with Vance McDonald. It's probably Jalen Samuels. What's funny <laughs> is you guys, there are three players on the team that have over an 80% pass, pass catching percentage. You guys named two of them, but you named number two and number three. Number two is James Conner with 83.3%. Number three is Vance McDonald with 81.1%. Number one, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, would be one Ray Ray McLeod or Ray Ray McDonald, <sighs> depending on who's playing. Ray Ray, nice. Ray, Ray has the highest catch percentage, 89.5. He has 17 receptions on 19 targets. So there you go. All right, real quick, I have a uh... – $10 super chat here. Crazy blue two, two, three says I sense bad getting a little feisty. LOL. You guys got to excuse me. I love you and show and just like to be a part of the convo. I like to support at the same time. That's why when I catch a live stream, I donate love is love. Thank you very much. Yes. We appreciate it. We're all man. good. Crazy blue. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. I do get feisty. All right. So before we get to our final thoughts here, uh, or no, we had a bold predictions. Yeah. That's right. Let's do our bold predictions quick. What I was I gotta, waiting for. I have another segment mm -hmm. that we're going to finish things out with. I feel like we've talked about this game enough. Another segment we're going to finish things out. We're going to make it a little long. I don't think you'll mind. Let's do bold predictions first. Brian, what's yours? Vance McDonald rises from the dead. He gets a big touchdown in this game. Oh, <laughs> like Paul Bear. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> Sorry. <Dave. laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh. That's that's great. You just that's played great. the dung. Yeah, seriously. Um. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> well, Brian kind of stole mine a little bit because I had two. Okay. Are you ready? Number one, no egregious drops for the Steelers. None of those, no defender getting their hands in there at all. The ball hits off their hands and it goes away. The receivers are going to understand this. It might be because those players aren't getting the ball thrown at them, but I'm just going to say it's not going to happen because my other prediction, I'm not going to touchdown. I'm just saying Vance McDonald will have more receptions than Eric Ebron. Hmm. That's interesting. Very interesting. Um, I have two in my head. I'll say them both. Do them both. Do them both. Marcus Allen's going to find his hands on a football in this game. And no, not the former running back, Marcus Allen, the <laughs> linebacker slash safety hybrid. He's going to, it might be a fumble recovery. It might be on special teams. He's going to come up with the pigskin at some point. Okay. And the second one is, is that Derek Watt finally catches a pass. <laughs> I don't know if it's a touchdown, nice. but Derek Watt catches a pass in this game. We have game. to throw him one first. Have you even thrown him one? And it might be this game. That's my bold prediction. Should have thrown one. Jake could, he could have had two touchdowns already. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're two weeks away from Christmas Eve. Okay. Two weeks away. It's hard to believe. 
And anyone that knows me knows that I am a huge Christmas guy. I love the season, everything about it. To me, when it comes to Christmas, there's two things. There's movies and there's music. We're going to talk about music tonight. I want to know, there's three songs that I have of your choice, okay? I want to know your favorite, underrated, and your the one you hate the most, the worst. Okay, so whichever one you want to do first. So Dave, I'll let you pick which one we do first. Out of those three, again, his favorite, underrated, and worst. Let's go worst because okay, yeah, I was. You know, would you know yours? Do you have yours? Right, no, no, I'm still thinking of it. And do you do know that this is what I, I not to do the three, but the best Christmas song I asked in the Friday Six Pack last week. Oh, I did not because you because you did the movie the week before. Uh, okay, very song. Good. So very good. Go. So all right, so what's the worst, Brian? Do you want to go first? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That's bad one. All right, what about you, Dave? I'm going with church music. I'm going whenever you're sitting in church and singing a song, the one that you don't like. I could never stand the song, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Oh, my kids will fight you for that. They uh, love that song. Right, I can't stand that song. <laughs> um, I've always found Felice Navidad to be a little much because they really? say really nothing in the entire song. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's that even my oldest daughter yesterday was playing on the radio and she said, don't they say anything else? And I said, nope, not really. <laughs> so that one's always kind of yeah. gotten under my skin a little bit. <laughs> they do. Ha ha. And they're like, <laughs> you care on Simoniyama. Something like that. <laughs> I got to okay. think of these other ones. You know, that same guy did light my fire by the doors right at the same time. Jose Feliciano. Wait, wait, What? Yeah, he has a version. Jose Feliciana, who did yeah. Feliz Navidad, has a version of Light My Fire by The Doors. I really don't want to hear that. Because <laughs> you will it now. will ruin that song. <laughs> Dave, don't you even bring that up. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I can't remember the name of the one song I'm trying to think of. So I'm trying okay. to find it real quick. All right, Brian, Let's. which one do you want to do next? Do you want to do favorite or underrated? If I do favorite, I want to do two. And sure. there, there's a there's a reason. Um, Silent Night. Any version of Silent Night is just just hits me right here, and I, I love it. Yeah. I once heard it done. They did it like 30 years ago in a commercial with a saxophone, and it was beautiful. And I, mean, I guess might have been Kenny G. I don't know, but when you just hear the traditional Silent Night, it gets me right here. I got to tell you a song that I really was never into but when i saw love actually i started to love this song and it's simple and it's all i want for christmas is you i think it's one of the new ones that just makes me feel good mariah carey song yeah, yeah i mean i i never quite i mean i knew mariah carey did it yeah. but that when i heard when i saw love actually one of my more favorite you know christmas films i was that that song started hitting me in a different way the right. song from the end of that movie, Pentatonix redid that song too. And God only knows. Yes, that's a great song. That's the Beach Boys. Yeah, I know, mm -hmm. but but I was surprised that that was on their Christmas album. So my daughter right. has it. She loves Pentatonix. So, do you want to go, Dave? You what category is it? <laughs> We're doing favorite now. Uh, favorite. Oh yeah. man, go ahead, Jeff. Because okay, I'll oh. do two as well because it's tough, and I think I saw. Um, Donald Nolan said the song, one of them, and that's, yeah, he did. Little Drummer Boy with Bing Crosby and David Bowie has always been one of my absolute favorites. I listened to that tonight. Um, it's just, 
you have two generations of singers that come together. It just sounds so nice. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. And the other one would be uh, Pretty Paper by Roy Orbison. Uh, my dad, I grew up listening to Roy and with my uh, uncle who since passed years ago, uh, we used to listen to records of Roy Orbison. And so I've always loved Roy, but uh, Roy Orbison's Pretty Paper is one of those that not a lot of people know. It's not really commercial. Um, and then Chris Isaac is anything that guy touches is gold in my book. And he does pretty, he's the only person I've heard give Pretty Paper a legitimate good on you. That's good. So what about you, Dave? What's your favorite? Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to comment on yours with your Little Drummer Boy. That was always my absolute favorite version of Little Drummer Boy with, yeah. uh, with, uh, with David Bowie and Bing Crosby. Until I found... You've got to you've got to see the live version. You have to watch it, and especially the best version is when they did it for CMA Country Christmas last year. It's for a group called For King and Country. They yeah. did a little drummer boy. I sent that to you, Jeff. Was I don't know if you were watching or not. That yeah. was just a fantastic performance and a great version because it's all drum oriented. Yeah. That's really good. But I'm I'm going to do two because I'm going to break mine into into church music and secular music. <laughs> music it's easy it's christmas and hollis it's got to be um love that song it wasn't christmas morning until my brother played christmas and hollis end of story and i listened to that tonight already um and I actually watched the video because i was i think of john mcclain <laughs> asking our guy i could sing the whole song without <laughs> lyrics because i know it all but then like like church song i'm um almost any version of oh holy night it's a good one Mm -hmm. That is a good one. Okay, so next category is underrated. I got this one. A song that you some people might not know or might not like as much, but for whatever reason you don't think it gets its due. Dave, if you have yours, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say it, and if you don't know it and then you figure out what it is, I know exactly what you're going to be thinking of because I might even have to use this in order to get you to know what I'm talking about. Do you know the song, That Spirit of Christmas, performed by one Ray Charles. I can't I can't say that I do. All I have to say is freezing cold, sitting in an attic, watching Oh yes, that's Christmas vacation. That's such a good song. Okay. Yeah, so it is. Uh, yeah. That is a great song. And every time I hear it, that's what I think of. Chevy Chase sitting there with the thing wrapped on his head, watching. That is the, such oh. a good. What is the name of that song? Um, that spirit of Christmas. Good luck. I couldn't yeah. find it on iTunes. Great or anything. pull. Yeah, I, 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 smack. <laughs> I knocked that one out of the park. I'm yes, sorry. you did. I, was, I had to look it up to remind to remember what the name of the song was. Christmas is the time of year. That one. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Um, go ahead, Brian. If you know yours, I want to take two. Sure. One is Christmas wrapping ah, yes. by the waitresses. <laughs> and it's uh if you don't know the song the crap out of me. <laughs> really? That's uh, my sister and I used to love that. And I, I just remember when I I did top 40 radio back and when I was in my early 20s, I was doing it on this top 40 station, and this was one of the songs we played a lot. But it really the waitresses were a valley girl type group back in the early 80s and merry christmas oh, merry christmas well i think i'll miss this one this year i love that one mm -hmm. the, the other one is one that my wife does not consider a christmas song and it's one that just hits me right here it's dan fogelberg and same old lines out oh very good song 
And I really think it is a Christmas song, and she doesn't. Well, it's a New Year's-ish. Well, but the snow was falling Christmas Eve. and then it turns into rain. Yeah. And the woman, actually, after he (laughs) passed away, after he passed away, came out and said that she was indeed the inspiration for the song and explained how it happened, the thing about the architect. That was true, all that. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he kissed another man's wife in the outside after, after the grocery store, huh? Well, they never said that they kissed. I mean, they, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they, maybe, maybe he got some sweater action. I don't know, but that that kind of takes the the Christmas spirit out of it. But they, he, he brushed against her in the frozen foods. So what are you gonna do? They got a six pack at the liquor store. They drank it in his car. One thing led to another. <laughs> yada yada yada. When they turned around, in the snow turned around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, the Drifters' "White Christmas," and it's because it reminds me of one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time, and that's Home Alone. And it's the scene that ah you know that scene that's what he's listening to as he gets out of the shower and he's combing his hair it's just right it's just so different it's very underrated night i always love the drifters i could talk about christmas all day absolutely my my kids are kind of Thankfully, Daddy's Home too brought uh, Do They Know It's Christmas yes! back to them because I used to lecture them. Them and one of their friends, they were act. it was Christmas time. Do you, wait, so do you like that song? Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, really? really. Oh, I really do. Fan. Not a big but fan. I remember lecturing Watch them. The you love it even more. I took I've seen song, the movie. I've seen the movie. Yeah. I took yeah. the song word by word, line by line to tell them how selfish they were being for fighting and being and not wanting what we had for dinner or whatever you whatever was going on and I it was a 30 minute lecture as I broke down the song on how people were starving um over in Ethiopia and how these pop singers got together to do a tribute song for them and yeah, we're going to do a song for you. That's we're, we're going to be so good for you. Man. Don't you know it's Christmas? No, they don't know. It's pretty idiot. Hey, I, I don't. I don't like that song. <laughs> but, but it, it makes you appreciate it, right? <laughs> They're but not you, you listening to it. They're just getting the proceeds. This Christmas, All right, crazy, yeah, crazy blue. Two, three gives us two dollars. He said, "Listen to Xmas All Over the World" by New Edition. I can't say I'm familiar with that one. No, I'll have to check it out. There's so many good ones. Next week, we'll be talking movies. So you'll have to tune in for that. Like I said, there's music and movies, and there you have it. So, all right, gentlemen, good show. Top top notch, I think. Top notch. So, uh, folks, make sure you check us out on Sunday night, really late. We'll be here in the post-game podcast. Make sure you check out all of our other content. Anywhere we get your audio podcast. Search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do so you don't miss a thing. And always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey. Best ending ever. We'll see you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.